0: Found to what, <laughs> to Don't get to yakba, found to wa hungry. Fakbara, Kakbara, found to wa lazy. Shine your light on me so the world can see the glory. Bammy, what, baby, found on got me don't hustle. Found no my money, no, to not son. Bless me, more. if you feel me, so confess me. me do you talk to my text, it reply me. Ah, you more learning me. Hello
1: beautiful people, my name is Oin Lala, welcome to Anything Goes. Okay guys, firstly, I know it has been a minute, oh my goodness, yeah for sure. And I think my only excuse is 2023 happened to me, like this year has been super fast, I cannot believe that. We've got just two months left to the end of this year. It's just mind-blowing and unsettling, honestly. And I don't know if you all feel that same way too, but that's exactly how I feel like 2023 happened to me. But either way, either way, we're back again. At least I'm back right now. And... And today's episode, we're just going to take a little bit of a shift from the usual, and we're going to talk about what's really trending, like unless you've been living in a cave, and in that case, I totally envy you, right? But if you haven't, and which I believe most of us haven't been living in a cave, then you would know that one of the very much trending topic is artificial intelligence. Okay, so that's what we're diving into today, the fascinating world of artificial intelligence that we're talking everything that has to do with it okay from self-driving cars to virtual personal assistants and this is just like how ai has actually been an integral part of our lives it has shaped industries and it's still shaping industries and even the way that we think the way we function right now as humans and true true with great power comes great responsibility yeah so on today's episode we're going to talk about the impact of ai on our society and guys you know that i'm not alone like i cannot even do this episode on my own because i i need like an expert to actually help me in this and so today with me i have someone that is an expert <laughs> in ai so i'm just going to check in on him to make sure he's still there so asa are you there yeah
2: on oh, okay. good to be here
1: Oh, awesome. Awesome. Yeah, it's good to have you here. So I feel like I'm the only one that knows you. So some other persons don't know you, especially the people listening right now. So could you just introduce yourself?
2: Okay. um, Asa Kennedy and I'm just someone who is passionate about tech generally. And it's, it just happened that we're in an era where we are talking about AI. And I kind of like the flow of AI and I've been following up with AI with all the recent trends and different directions that AI have been going to. So it's something that I really love and I'm really looking forward to see where we are going next.
1: Awesome. awesome! I, I too am pretty much excited about it, right? And I feel like assets is just being modest, right? So, well, we're still just going to dive into it, really. Uh, just going to talk about how AI is transforming our world and and some of the implications that this would have for us as humans. Okay, so I'm just going to hit you with, what do you think are some of the groundbreaking applications of AI that you've seen? And I'm talking in every industry that you can think of. What are some of the ways that you think AI has really done amazing things?
2: Okay, first of all, I want to say that AI has been around for some time now. And AI is something that we can say that, google is one of the strong companies that are founding one of the founding fathers of ai if i should use that word i will use google in the sense that companies like apple deliberately refuse to use the word ai they prefer to use other words like machine learning but they don't like to use that word ai so ai has been around for some time but seeing the rise of chat gpt that happened as of recent time put everybody's mind like brought everybody's mind to ai even those who are interested in tech those who are not interested in tech but getting to know so i would say chat gpt lies conversational ranging from apple vision pro to the meta quest 3 we can tell that this is like a direction that the tech giants are looking towards so I would say for now, let me just restrict it to this, two, but there are many aspects that I can say that are groundbreaking innovations of AI.
1: Okay, well that's really fascinating and thanks for sharing. But then I was thinking like, I guess one of the things that people are really scared of, right, is AI just taking over because you said that there are some things that AI does so well, <laughs> better than humans. And so probably, I guess people are scared that, is it going to take over our jobs? Is it, I mean, it's taking over our lives, sort of, right? Is it also going to take over our jobs? So what do you think? Is AI here to take over our jobs? Displace us from our jobs? Okay.
2: I would like to maybe quote Elon Musk on something he said. He said in an interview that there are fewer jobs that AI cannot do better than humans and that is true because it's not just the fact that AI can do a lot of things that humans do but it's something that we can say that AI does it very fast. AI does it faster than what humans imagination can comprehend. The fact that you can just tell AI, tell me about how we can get maybe apple fruit juice, how we can make apple fruit juice, tell me in a funny way using the King James language. You know, those complicated formats, if it's a human that have to come up with such Mm write-up, it's going to be a lot of thinking and there will be a lot of things involved for human to come up with that. But it's something that if you just click enter, the AI will generate that in the smallest time possible. So that alone shows that AI, there are fewer jobs that AI cannot do better than human. That is the first thing to keep in mind. Then the second part, I would like to also like give an illustration that Jack Ma gave in his speech. Jack Ma gave an illustration of, he said he went to a basketball museum and he got to discover that the reason it is actually called basketball is because they used a kind of a basket in the beginning days of the game to Host the pole such that when you throw the ball, it will enter the basket, and the basket will just hang it. That is like the, the ancient reason why it was called basketball because it was actually thrown to real basket. But when they throw to the basket, the basket has a base that will not allow the ball to fall to the ground. So he said that somebody came up with the innovation to say, why not open the base of the basket? so that when we throw the ball, it will actually fall through. That way, we will not need somebody to be holding the ladder for someone to climb up and remove the ball from the basket. So that was an innovation that came through. They said that many people were angry and one of those people would be the people who used to hold the ladder because that is taking them out of their job. But today,
1: Mm
2: nobody is thinking of such thing again. So the truth is that The AI, and in answer, then a scientist also predicted that in the next few years that AI will replace 40% of the jobs that humans currently do. That was the prediction, 40%. But the thing is that one thing I'm sure of is that the AI will also create another job, another set of jobs that is not currently existing today. That is my thought on that. Because... The AI cannot replace human. rather AI will augment and complement what humans are currently doing. There are many instances to that. It was seen in the generation of computers. When a calculator was invented, initially people would say, ah, calculator will make students lazy. Students will no more calculate with their head. But today, even in Jam, they give you calculator. In Wayek, they will give you calculator. Use the calculator to write your exam because calculator is now complementary to our knowledge so i feel that ai will be complementary though there are aspects and jobs that ai will totally replace
1: yeah i totally agree with you i read an article that said that ai has actually created 78 percent more jobs right now generative ai is like one of the most popular field of ai and so we need jobs like prompt engineering where it would train the bot or train the system to recognize prompts and deliver the results and to be able to say no to certain prompts, you know, because ways to be able to say no to so that we don't have issues of hallucinations. For example, we know that all of these chat spots like chat gpt being barred and all those other ones the so-called alisonates meaning that they just import information or make up information yeah so we, that's the job of prompt engineers to make sure that they do not make up information if they do not know the answer to something they just say oh i don't know you know so yeah i think that's truly fascinating Prompt engineers, AI product managers, and a lot more AI researchers. So AI is actually going to create more jobs. And I like the instance they use of calculators, right? So, but then I guess another thing is people think that because you have AI, right, it's just going to make you lazy. And this is just like basically like the mildest thing. But do you really think AI is going to make someone lazy (laughs) mentally? I
2: I think the way to see this, you know, uh, let me use in Africa, in the African culture, the invention of washing machine, the invention of dishwashers and many other of those home tools that help to make work faster. When it came in, the African mentality was there was this idea that it's going to make women lazy because the assumption is that it is women that, that should wash the clothes in the house or take care of the house. So that's the idea. So that. It's going to make women lazy because having a washing machine, that means the woman cannot use her hand properly again. But if you come to think of it, what's the problem if we actually can have something that will help us do the work better? So laziness Mm -hmm. in that context is totally irrelevant because the end product is to get the job done. That is the end product. The main thing, first of all, is to get the work done. And the washing machine cannot take the clothes, wash it and go and hang it on the rope for you. For example, (laughs) it's still human impute to oversee the washing machine to make sure that even if the washing quality from the machine is not good enough, maybe you can send it back for the washing machine to wash it for you again. So it's just the same thing. Like just, okay, let me use, it's not going to make humans lazy is just going to make change the perspective to life. If you are to test my knowledge, okay, let me bring it to like exam. If you are to test my knowledge, you should actually be testing my knowledge on what I can actually do better. It's just like the conventional educational exam system is like a test of memory instead of test of knowledge. Why will you ask me what is this? Something that a simple search on Google can simply give me the answer and that is an assignment. That is not an assignment. The assignment should be a case study, something that Google cannot help me because if the human input is going to be the same as AI, then we should as well use AI or whatever will help us to do the work faster. So I don't think from the angle of making us lazy that AI will make us lazy to only change our perspective to how we approach life and how we do things.
1: Yeah, I totally agree with that because I think for the human brain, we just used a fraction of its capacity. And so what AI does is that it kind of opens up our brains a little more. It makes us more creative, open up our minds to possibilities we wouldn't have been able to think of. Like, for example, you are a designer or an artist or something, and then you use one of those text-to-image generative AI systems and you impute a prompt or something, and then it gives you results based on your prompts. So what's going to happen is that it will inspire you, like all the time you would have used to think, and what am I going to do? How am I going to make this look like? It's just going to give you an idea. And then from there, you can take it and build upon it and just get better. So it's true that AI is supposed to make us get better, more productive more creative more innovative rather than make us lazy right okay so i was thinking most of the things that people are scared of when it comes to ai is the fact that number one okay so there are two things that make people scared number one for all of these ai systems whatever they are they train them on data and so that data is actually gotten from humans so right now the BARD is on Google and it's in some parts of the country, it's not some parts of the world, it's not all over. We know for sure that all of the results, the data that BARD has been trained on has been from Google and then Google users, I don't know, probably 99 or 98% of the world actually uses Google, right? So all of this AI systems actually trained on human data. And so one of the things that people are scared of is they're taking our data without our permission and they're training their systems on it. And then the second thing that people are scared of is, okay, they're taking our data, they're training their systems on it. Are we safe? or so there's no longer a privacy when it comes to AI systems. Like, how do you solve that? Or what perspective are you going to take on that? Like, what do you think of that?
2: Okay. What I actually think on this is that is where I think the governments have to step up. That is why there is such a thing as constitutional amendment. The government have to step up and review the whole of all of this AI stuff and put some checks and balance in many aspects so that there can be like a full legal approach as it regards to what to do with people's data in training AI. For example, I like what Dal E did. They gave room for you to be able to willingly give up your image to train their model so at least transparency is really needed by all of these different companies that are producing different ai products. transparency is highly required i like the fact that Mm -hmm. these two image generators to do the illustration dal e Mm -hmm. dal e decided not to create certain images that would look so much like humans Mm -hmm. that is they just decided not to so that people will be able to differentiate and tell that this is ai generated also meta ai was saying that they are going to give some sort of indicator to show that this the image they generate no matter how realistic it is that this is ai generated because there just need to be that point the thing is that outside ai it has been a major fight in the tech world because of the whole idea of using people's data to serve them personalized ad, Mm -hmm. It has been a problem. has been facing many policies as it regards to people's privacy. Mm -hmm. So the same way they have stepped up to address most of those things, I think the government of every country needs to review their policy and put all of these different tech companies and put some legal stand as it regards to what to do with people's data and what not to do
1: yeah i think you're right really and i um you know because i just remembered when you talked about image generators i remember that time when there was that popular picture of the pope wearing the puffy jackets yes and so we're getting to an era where it's going to be very easy for there to be deep fakes like for you not to be able to differentiate between something that is real and something that is not real and so if dali is trying to Put watermarks in their picture so that, you know, or Meta is trying to do that, you know. But the truth is, I don't know if watermarks are going to be sufficient, you know, for you to say, okay, this is AI generated and this is not. Because people would always find a way around watermarks. They'll always find a way to remove the watermarks or something. That's just the truth. But hopefully yeah. they would figure out some more innovative ways to you know, for us to be able to differentiate between what's AI generated and what's not. Okay. So I do have a couple more questions, right? Let's talk about AI in healthcare. Like we haven't really touched that. So how do you think that AI is actually impacting healthcare? Yeah.
2: Okay. I will say a lot. AI is used to diagnose diseases at the moment, several diseases. I was watching a video of how they can take several pictures of a patient's condition and AI will detect the problem. Just with the several pictures, then sometimes you may need to give the AI the patient's health history. With the information of the health history plus what it's seen, it can diagnose the patient. So AI can diagnose breast cancer far early before it even surfaces. Lung cancer, liver cancer, and they said it's with over ninety six point nine accuracy. That is crazy.
1: Wow. Yeah, totally.
2: So there's so much. The fact that AI could detect an error in a baby that is in his mother's womb and can also prefer some sort of solution and treatment that they can use to solve that problem before it even surfaces It's a new dimension. It's Just a new dimension. The fact that the whole impact of AI being able to diagnose someone is that it saves time. Sometimes to be able to diagnose someone, the doctor may need to observe the patient for like three months, six months, as the case may be, to be able to tell what the exact problem is. But AI is way faster to make the whole of such thing within like a shorter time frame. So, and that means it's not just saving time. It's helping to prevent some form of potential risk. And it helps to prefer treatment earlier than when maybe before the, the whole stuff gets worse. So now also AI plays a very strong predictive role in the health sector.
1: Hmm.
2: It can predict diabetes. It can predict a whole lot of things. So this is it's just crazy. It's just crazy. Just like maybe every other sector. For me, it's just going to be, I can imagine the next phase of all of this. It's just a mind-blowing thing in the health industry. So it's just that more health practitioners have to put in more energy and see how to marry AI into what they are currently doing to make life easier and better
1: yeah i totally agree with that because when we first started you had mentioned google as the forerunner of everything ai and i know i read a blog article where um, google's deep mind it's called alpha fold alpha fold is able to pinpoint or like to, to just say the root cause of genetic diseases and this is so mind-blowing Because it's genome and genetic diseases, because it's kind of linked to your DNA. So it's a bit difficult to know, okay, what's the cause of this and all of that, right? So this alpha fold is able to do that, diagnose it. And I don't know how many percent accuracy, but then it's able to do that effectively. So I think, yeah, healthcare, AI in healthcare is going to be a complete game changer. And for people that are scared that AI is going to take over their jobs and all of that, I just think they just need to step up and try to catch up and try to be better, try to take courses or try to integrate it into their lives, learn it because I don't think that AI is going anywhere. Right. I don't think it is. Okay. So we've always talked about AI. Another aspect that people are concerned about is the ethical implications of AI. And so what do you think of this? Because AI is not a human, doesn't have emotions and all of that, right? And sometimes it could be this system that just says it as it is. Yeah, so let's just talk about the ethical implications of AI. Can you just shed more light on it? I don't want to put words in your mouth at all. No, no, you can, you
2: can. It, it also
1: gives... <laughs> oh, okay, all right. Okay, so we've heard so much about the whole hallucinations, right? How it has gotten a lot of people in trouble. People that make, for example, chat GPT, their research tool, and it just brings about a whole lot of information that are non-existent, and then they use it. And it gets them in trouble. We have the lawyers. We have people that... are not even lawyers. People that... I mean, you read about... I don't know if you heard about this guy, Mark. A radio host or something. And he... What was it? I think the chatbot actually made up lies about him called him a fraud called him a thief sort of and you know so it makes up a lot of stuff because that's what happens with ai so when you give it data it just takes what it doesn't understand and it cannot say i don't know this okay it just gives you what it feels like you need so there's that part of it generating false information and this is yeah. bad, right? So that's yeah. one part. Then there's the other part that we have AI models that are really advanced, like AutoGPT. AutoGPT is just a system. It's this autonomous system that basically all you have to do is give it a goal and it accomplishes the goal it doesn't stop until it's refused that goal. It generates prompts, it self-prompts. So you don't have to keep having this conversation with it through prompts like you do when Bard or chat GPT. That's what happens with it. And there was a time somebody wrote a prompt that other GPT should figure out a way to destroy the world. And we have some other amazing AI systems like GPT-4, the potential of GPT-4 is actually huge. We haven't yet uncovered how much capable GPT-4 is. And I think OpenAI has actually been very cautious about it. So you have all of that. Basically, what I want to know is how far do you think that we should allow AI to keep going? What do you think are the dangers or the implications of uncontrolled AI?
2: Okay, so first of all, I will say that Generative AI like chatbots need fact checkers. And that could be like human fact checkers. That could be maybe one of the new form of jobs created by AI. We had information created or generated with AI can be fact checked to be sure that this information is actually true or it's it's correct. So Elon Musk will say that AI is more dangerous than Nook's which is something that I totally agree with. Because if we understand the implication of AI, for example, let's assume that AutoGPT can actually end the world. And someone has already instructed it to do that. So imagine if it has a much bigger capacity to do beyond what it did in that circumstance. That will be a mega trouble. Let's say that there are some online secret server that auto-GPT can access, and maybe this contains code, secret code to be able to launch a particular nook somewhere. I know the way humans would literally want to try out their chance. They would try it out to see if it would actually work, and that may result to loss of Mm lives. So it's very important that we as humans, we try to also know that this AI uses data, we have the heart at least to be able to understand that this may actually be terrible if this actually work out. So I think that is where the governmental bodies, like I said earlier, comes in to checkmate the use of this AI. With AI now, you can clone someone's voice, clone someone's face, and you can use it to scam someone. And it's not everybody that could detect that that is a scam because this is an extra step, having your voice, being cloned. We have many AI tools that are already doing that, including your face, and you speak as though it is you. So this is already dangerous to mankind and just have to be regulated. The regulation will help humans or the users to put boundaries to how they decide to use this AI or how the company itself opens the flexibility of this AI to...
1: yeah, I definitely agree with that. Okay, so guys, just to give you a bit of context about AutoGPT, somebody used AutoGPT to give it a prompt and said it should destroy the world. And it sent out a couple of tweets and yeah, it didn't really go viral or anything like that. And you, of course, like as I said, perhaps if it had more capability, it might've done a bit more, right? But it didn't. And this is what happens when AI is unchecked or when people are unchecked, people are just thirsty, really. And I do agree with the voice cloning thing. I know for sure that on your Gmail or your Outlook, you can install an AI bot. And what it does is that it basically sends out an email or sends out emails for you or replies emails. And it does so in your tone of voice like and the way that you would respond to that email or the way that you send out that email it just so, but it doesn't do it perfectly. So even in all this voice cloning, yes, there is that issue that you could get scammed and it really has to be addressed. There has to be some walk around it. But you notice that it doesn't do it 100%. Like there's still going to be some undertones where you know that mm, this isn't completely the person, but it's going to take a lot of patients a lot of analysis to really detect some ai bots some ai systems models they could be really really good i totally agree with all of that that it has to be checked and the government has to come in do you remember sometime earlier this year when a couple of people researchers tech researchers including elon musk that you mentioned filed for a pause on ai research like they said that ai was going too fast yes yes yeah exactly so I think even the tech gurus are scared of how fast AI is going. I think it's just because it's so much more accessible. The common man has access to it. People that have no knowledge about it have access to it and they can use it. And so I think that's just what they're scared of. Lord, have mercy. I mean, this same Elon Musk. I know he started a new AI company. Through GPT yeah yeah he has this old truth gpt he's like i don't even know whose side he's on like is elon on the side of ai or is he not on it it's, sometimes he it says it's like a nuke the next thing we know he's putting ai in his tesla you know autopilot like it's just it's doing i don't know what does he want anyway i don't know
2: for me i think that goes a long way to show that at this point of our lives now we cannot do it without ai that's where we are headed to because you will just be too slow not to integrate AI to anything that you are doing. He will just be too slow. Yeah. Because he's moving fast with AI. That is just the sequence of things now. So he doesn't really have a choice but to still embrace AI, no matter. But the ethical consideration aspect is something that we actually have to think about. Why embracing AI?
1: Yeah. I get that because at the end of everything, you cannot control everything. So even if you control the AI system and limit it to only do so much, because of how fast AI is growing and how much tech companies are actually racing each other to try and do better. They try to uh, beat each other, try to outdo this one. You know, GPT comes in, Bard comes in, and then, you know, Dolly and Me Journey and then other ones come in. And now, <laughs> Meta, they have thought about it and they said you know what there's no way we can bring out the chat bots and people would abandon chat gpt and go to our chat bots or people would abandon all those other ones what do we do oh yeah 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 we have our apps people use them a lot instagram whatsapp uh, yeah so let's put our chat bots inside of these apps so that rather than they going outside of the app to go to chat gpt let them stay in the app and ask meta ai for anything they want and no, no, no. I don't want to stop there. No, no, no. Let's put it in glasses. Let's put it everywhere so that they just are so stuck with us. So that's what's happening. Like The tech companies are trying to outdo each other. So it's true. There's nothing Elon can actually do. He has to just... Yeah, he has to go with the flow. Yeah, that's where we are at. And it's an exciting time. It's a scary time. Deep fakes, voice cloning. It's scary, but it's exciting. So what do you think is... The future of AI and how much do you think it will actually impact the society, our way of living and everything? Like how far do you think it's going to go? Let me just say in the next, because it's really going very fast, right? So let me just put it in the next one year. So 2024, what do you think AI is going to look like right now? Are we going to have holograms? You and I just talking to each other through holographic embodiments, like how's it going to look like?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. To come to this question, let me just maybe say something from what you just said. The advantage of these tech giants like Meta and Google is that they have a product that is used by almost everybody. So it's very easy that for me to use ChatGPT, I have to go to OpenAI's website. This one, I don't have to go to any website to use BARD. That's that the advantage of Google. That's the advantage of Meta, that they have a product that is used by everybody. So integrating it into what people are already used to uh, is the way of forcing everybody to use it. And that's an advantage on their end to yeah. easily sell out. So <laughs> that's really cool. So then on where AI is headed, I think first of all, I would like to say that the world will become very fast. That's the point we are going is already fast now but it will become very fast everything that we are doing will be moving in <laughs> in a certain high level speed then but i think we are moving to a very wonderful point imagine the fact that i don't have to be someone that can speak many languages but with the help of AI, I can literally speak any language. I can travel to France and I <laughs> won't be afraid.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: So I can even speak with my own voice. That is the advantage of the voice cloning because it gives that personalized feel. You feel that I'm the one actually talking. And I can literally speak Chinese It is So it's so cool. And... One aspect I want to talk about is the metaverse. It's one aspect that I'm really anticipating to see what will become of the world. Imagine I work from home and I can just imagine how work from home will get more interesting. How we are going to have the virtual space with the use of MetaQuest 3 and Apple Vision Pro. It's just going to be another exciting thing. And I'm really anticipating to see Google join this race because I know Google, will. I'm really anticipating to see Google join this race. It will really be. And I'm this kind of person that loves competitive marketing. So the more companies are joining, we already saw that in image generators. We saw that in chatbot. So many. So the competition to make each one better is strong. So the more people join the metaverse race, the better and more exciting it to become okay let me even talk about the metal reband glass I love one thing about it is the transparency the fact that I can easily record at any time but the glass will have to give some sort of signal with the light to show the people around that I'm actually recording I think that is a good thing to consider because if not anybody wearing a glass should just be a suspect because there will be no private conversations again <laughs> or private moment because it literally record. On the flip side, imagine when live streaming in a concert is just a tap on your glass or a voice command just to enter into a room. I can literally attend some of the concerts in LE. <laughs> While in Nigeria, it will be an interesting time with the Questray or the Apple Vision Pro. It's something that I'm really anticipating to see. I want it to be something just like the mobile phone. Have really gone a long way. That every part of the world, I'm sure, the way we are using the mobile phone now. Some years ago, nobody imagined that it will go beyond call and text message. And hmm. I want to also talk about the. Way Like I was watching the Apple Day event that when they launched the iPhone 15 and the Apple Watch Series 9, Mm -hmm. the way Apple started to show how much the Apple Watch have saved lives in the previous years, it was just a wonderful moment to see that just by wearing a watch, your watch can be interacting with your doctor real time in cases where you cannot pick up the phone to call the doctor or in cases where you cannot even explain what is happening to you. Mm-hmm. Your doctor can already know when to check up on you. That is just a mind-blowing thing. So it's it's just something that is just incredible from wearable AI to metaverse to even the things that we are yet to see. <laughs> so it's just wonderful.
1: Yeah, that's true, really, because I do like the whole idea of the metaverse. And I think it's, for one, it's just increasing human connection and I think that's what Zuckerberg was was trying to accomplish I mean that's what he's still trying to accomplish that no matter how far away you are from the people that you love or your friends or families or the people that you work with you can still feel like you guys are in the same room you know through the metaverse so I think that's really amazing and for the meta smart glasses the Rayban one that was just launched recently I think it will have a positive impact for reducing crime you know i mean you see a crime happening on the street and you bring out your phone and then people like take out your phones remove your phones you know all of that like you know they see a phone and they want to stop whatever bad thing they're doing but you're wearing your glasses and you're recording and then no one knows that you're actually recording so i think it's going to be a real game changer when it comes to reducing crime really and i think that they've already been using it right it's just like it's more accessible to the common me and you. So (laughs) it's really going to be very, very fascinating. And it's to be an actual game changer. And I cannot wait for how far and how great it's all going to change our lives. Because like I said earlier, I think AI is just making our lives better. And it is someone that doesn't want to change, someone that doesn't want to grow, that would say it is making them lazy Or it is trying to take over their jobs, right? So I remember what you said about Apple Watch. And yeah, it's true. It has saved a lot of lives. And then the fact that... I also watched that launch of the the iPhone 15 and all of that. And so what I took from there was when they talked about the iPhone 15, where if your phone does not have a connection a network connection or something and it's emergency you're in a place you're in a forest you're in a place that doesn't have network connection emergency it will automatically like be able to call emergency services for example if you have a flat tire it would connect to AAA, so that way you can easily just get your flat tire fixed i think that's really great although i was watching one comedy and the comedian there was saying that iphone 15 they made it lighter They made it lighter, so it's going to be easier to steal, you know, like. And also the fact that Apple, they should just please. They should literally, they should stop trying to release a phone every year. That this year, they released a new phone, but it's old in the sense that now it's using a USB charger. Like, are you serious? USB? (laughs) That's what we've been using. There's no more, oh, I'm using a lightning charger. Like, you know, there's nothing like that anymore. You're using the same charger that you used to charge an iTel phone the same charger you're using to charge your iphone 15 that come on that before when iphone first came out and all of that he was like that then they used to say okay they'll joke around it and say oh okay yeah we will sell a kidney to buy an iphone but now they're thinking oh we're gonna sell a whole relative and then we'll sell a whole relative of course don't worry when you want to sell the relative you're going to look for someone that is actually a useless relative someone that doesn't contribute <laughs> to the family so that doesn't do anything for the family and then it was like oh wait he is that useless relative that doesn't do anything for the family. Anyway, I think on the whole, AI has actually done more good than bad. And it will continue to do more good than bad, right? Do you yes. agree? Yes,
2: yes. I, I actually even like the fact that AI is, gives disabled people a second chance. Yeah. In several ways that disabled people are able to have hope again and still be able to do something that they can never think of doing so it's just cool it's
1: just cool absolutely it is just cool and totally amazing okay guys so you heard it all from asa kennedy and asa it was so great having you on anything goes and at the beginning of the show i was talking about 2023 being super fast so i didn't check in on you to ask you how your 2023 was going and it was going fast as well how's your 2023 going
2: it is it is I'm surprised that we're already wrapping up 2023 just like that.
1: (laughs) Yeah, super fast, super scary, but super amazing as well. Okay, guys, so this has been really great. And if you've been wondering what AI is all about, at least I hope that this episode has given you a bit of insight into what AI is, where it's going, and how far it has come, and just how to get on board because it's going nowhere. Okay, so we're wrapping up this episode. And... At the beginning of this episode, you listened to Mobad's song, Imale. So I'm going to leave you guys with that same track. Mobad Imale, meaning let there be light enjoy
0: go is out on the mountain ojin o is deeper than the ocean industry sleeping on me won magbe me in rekon kokukun yi parada tori pe mole tin bo mo tin bo mo tin bo me on ni pede for years motio super, josu pa mo ti pele mo ti korin to po sibe video o tabo mo fi studio Take away my pain, give me fame. Take away my weakness, give me strength. Take away my will give me peace. Oh lord, this stress is not for me. you oh me. For you to be a man, you have to wine with the devil You have to dine, you have to be the real devil, devil. Fuck with the devil, grind with the devil You're not a big junk, but you're it a lot of water I'm sorry, but I'm not a lot of I'm not a lot of water, so I'm a I'd rather work 24-7 than to be a slave Three-five no get money, now me get the blow uh, sometimes you just have to walk a lot. You know what I mean? So you can bowl a lot. The more you walk, the more
1: you
2: bowl.